When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. This is Adam, co-host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a heads up, this episode was initially recorded way back in 2017, or maybe it was 2018, depending on the episode you're listening to. Who knows? But in case you're wondering what the hell is going on, what we're doing here at Pretty Scary and Conspiracy the Show is releasing some of the back episodes that we've been sitting on for the past couple years that used to be Patreon only. Sure, the stuff you're about to hear about is a couple years old, but the episode's new to you if you've been listening for free. If you want to hear new episodes of Pretty Scary and Conspiracy the Show, subscribe on Patreon. There will be two new episodes every single month of both of those shows, and you get bonus episodes of all the other podcasts that I co-host and a bunch of other good stuff for just $5 a month. It's the only place to hear new episodes of Pretty Scary and Conspiracy the Show. That said, maybe you can't afford to subscribe. Maybe you don't want to give me money. Maybe you can afford it and just don't want to. Hey, that's fine. I understand. For you, we'll still be putting out episodes you haven't heard before. They'll just be some of the older episodes from the early Patreon days and the early ConnectPal days. Anyone remember that? I certainly don't. Anyway... Patreon.com slash Unpops for new episodes of Pretty Scary and Conspiracy the Show. Bonus episodes of all the podcasts I co-host. And lots of other stuff. Give us more money. We'll send you a birthday card or something. Anyway, let's get to the show. Thanks, everybody. We love you. Also, you got it all wrong. Also, pretty scary boo. Oh, yeah. Pretty scary boo. Pretty scary boo. That's how I know when the episode actually starts. Oh, yeah. You... When I when I go in and do editing, I hear that and go, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You should just no. stop listening to us. <laughs> I do that sometimes when I'm... Anytime I'm listening, I hear my own voice when I'm recording the show. I'm like, oh, my God. This is the worst. And I hear Carrie. I'm like, okay. I just always put like our first 10 minutes in the... We do an outtake show. <laughs> And it's, <laughs> to know. All uh, right. No, I've heard. Yeah. Oh, you've never heard the outtake? No, they're they're great. They're they're so oh. much fun because oh, it's good. always like the the one time I didn't was our last episode where I don't know if you remember, but the first ten minutes was just us like singing about AIDS, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> and normally I would put that in the clip show, but thank you for not putting that on the internet. No, it's like on us there. just. Singing. It's in the episode. Oh, it's in the episode. Episode. <laughs> yeah, I heard there's a lot of talk about how it did it's, well. It was a hit. It's the subscription the only one though, so it's. <laughs> it was a hit with the listeners. Just barely public. Oh, good. But you said leave it in. No, I know. <laughs> I, listen, I don't. I'm never. You're never going to get a message from me that says please don't do that. I know what I'm doing. I just forget. That's how I cope. Is like I leave this room and I'm like behind me. It's behind me. 
Yeah, I'm kind of that way too. Like I have to, I'll get done editing a podcast and be like, what should I call this? I And I just listened to it and I don't even fucking remember. I torture myself when I edit White Wine True Crime because I'm like, that was kind of gnarly. Should we leave that in? 99% of the time I leave it in. Every now and then I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that out. <laughs> We've gotten better though about censoring ourselves and by we, I mean me. And me. Yeah, but you weren't that. Cr- I mean, usually I was the one. Remember my Lester off. Holt comment? I had to edit that one out. What was it? Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> it was bad. Hmm. It was. I had. I had been drinking a lot that night. I, <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I feel more. like I should edit this out. You should. No, don't. Because I'm not going to explain We're it. We're going to get a letter from Lester Holt. <laughs> one degree from the president. I was going to say right. he was there when uh, the presidential debate. Yeah. yeah. The, we're so this is what he's doing now? Listening, listening to listening us. To <laughs> listening to Pretty Scary? Pretty Scary Because he heard it was letters. number two on Uprox? Well, it'll get... No, it's because we know Josh. It'll get oh, to him. Sense. Yeah, it'll friends. be like a word of mouth thing where right. it'll get back to him. So you are two degrees from Josh Mankiewicz. I know. And we're two degrees away from Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. That's And weird. Keith Morrison. More importantly. One degree from Keith, Keith Morrison. We, yeah, one degree. Yeah. Keith Morrison's pretty great. He's the best. Remember Bill Hader's Keith Morrison? It's perfect. On yeah. SNL? Yeah, his is... Oh! Oh! Yeah, it's so, <laughs> so good. So good. So, truthers... Okay, I really wanted to do an episode on truthers. This will be um, exciting, yes. Because, guys, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna go down the road of why truthers are wrong. Because you're either a truther... <laughs> yeah. I, I figured we could possibly do that, but that's a boring episode. And this isn't Radio Lab. I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. Right. <laughs> like, um, so, but I thought it would be good to just kind of start with the definition of truther. It's a noun, uh, originated in the U S usually a modifier, a person who doubts the generally accepted account of an event, believing that the official conspiracy exists to conceal the true explanation, a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. So first piece of information, what we used to call conspiracy theorists, they're truthers now. Yeah. Now we call them truthers because that... Yeah, that that the, the truthers are out there. That definition is interesting to me because I've always thought of truthers and conspiracy theorists as two different things. But I guess I don't know why. I would say they are different just simply generationally. Yeah, I suppose. Because a conspiracy theorist is like, look at the dollar bill's got a pyramid on it. But a truther's like what we're going to get into. It's like those are crisis actors. Yeah, I feel like conspiracy theorists somehow have more class. Than truthers do. A little bit, yeah. Carrie's... So they believe something's wrong, but they don't know what, like, the solution is? No, they think... Okay, so we'll, we'll, let's just go ahead and start. They're basically so, conspiracy theorists with way less shame. Because normally <laughs> yeah. a conspiracy theorist kind of keeps it inside, and you have to, like, really pull it out of a coworker to find out that they think there's, like, a global Jewish conspiracy yeah, among truthers, all banks. Truthers have, truthers, they all have like Tumblr accounts. Yeah, you just bring up 9-11 like and they're going to spit letter. out some facts for you. Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. They'll just say it. Tom DeLonge was a truther, right? For UFOs? He's a conspiracy theorist, in my opinion, and a UFO advocate. advocate. Yeah. Yeah, he's pro-UFO. <laughs> Profo. <laughs> <laughs> That's our next episode. Profo. <laughs> Oh, Tom DeLonge, please come on our show. Please, Tom DeLonge. I just spent basically five minutes explaining why you're better than a truther, okay? So we're not calling you a truther. This isn't a trap. We really want to talk to you. We really do. Come promote that book. Oh, man. Okay, so, like, let's just start nice and easy. A vaccine truther. 
also called anti-vaxxers. Basically, they believe that vaccines are bullshit and they are... Uh, okay, so one of their theories is that uh, vaccines aren't effective. Right. They question like four points when it comes yeah. to vaccines. Let me just also say I picked the most, the ones I saw the most. Because there are literally for each of there's, these. Yeah, there's tons. There's so many different truths that are out there. Um, so one, they believe that vaccines are just bullshit. Two, they believe that vaccines carry toxic chemicals. And uh, like, and they're just basically made of mercury, formaldehyde, aluminum, and sodium. Right. So they're but- saying better san- sanitation and diseases before vaccines were introduced that our sanitation has gotten worse? <sighs> Great question, Carrie. <laughs> or more unsanitary? You're finding the problem here. Yeah, because what, what they don't explain is when these diseases come back, which has happened with a lot of these. Like, I recently got a whooping cough shot. Who knew? Yeah. Well, yeah. you need one now because people aren't vaccinating themselves or their kids. A lot of – I've had friends who have babies, and unless I've gotten a vaccine within a year or two, they won't let me hold them. I, or that's what they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Carrie. I'm glad you got that whooping cough vaccine because you can hold the kid when the, sh- when the child arrives. Um, they also believe that there's just no more need for vaccinations because the most dangerous diseases have been eliminated. In wealthy countries like the United States. Because so of vaccinations. Let's just, yeah, I know. Calm down. There's also another problem with that statement. We're going to come back to it. Vaccinations have basically become unnecessary. So let's come back. Yes, because of vaccinations. Here's my other problem. Countries like the United States. So, right. Any other country. Right, right. But fuck them. I know. Or fuck us. Yeah, because if yeah. you're not vaccinated and somebody, you know, takes a trip out here from wherever. Right, right. And they, they sneeze like an outbreak. Exactly. Like the movie yeah. theater and outbreak, which is what I just kept seeing over and over again while I was right. writing down these very salient points of these anti-vaxxers. Great points. Like, you remember that scene in Outbreak? Did you see Outbreak when you were a kid? Yeah. That guy? That Jew. And then it's like. It's kind of like a whimsical way that a virus spreads, and, and like some of it lands <laughs> it in popcorn. Dances across the crowd. And another woman's like, ha, 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 ha. And then like the spit kind of travels in her mouth. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm a loud laugher. I mean, I'd be down. Like, that, yeah, it that's would me. Get you. I, that's how I die in that little town in Outbreak yeah, right there. It would get you for sure. Um, also, was that the one where Gwyneth Paltrow died first? That's Contagion. That's I love Contagion. that one too. No, Outbreak was the one with Dustin Hoffman Matt and Renee, Damon? Renee Russo. No, this is like 96. Yeah, Matt Damon was Contagion And Gwyneth Paltrow started bleeding from her eyes. Also Contagion. Yeah. Nope, don't know Outbreak. (laughs) (laughs) I actually really like Contagion. I've thought about it, but I I, do not know. I like Contagion too. And I think that honestly, we're going to have another massive outbreak because of assholes like this. And we're already seeing that. There was a a polio outbreak in Ohio because of small cloister of people that didn't believe in vaccines. You know, just decided to not vaccinate their kids, and all the kids got polio. Isn't that what put FDR in yes. a wheelchair? Yeah. Yeah. I got one right. You got one right. It's, it's, it's also been... how you end up in an iron lung. Iron lung, ladies and gentlemen. It's even been, like, even among, like, the NHL, measles is yeah. spreading. And they don't know if that, like, it could be tied back to people not getting vaccinated. It definitely spread in part through the league because there were several players who were like, Whatever, I wash my hands. I don't need to get vaccinated. Jesus. And that's how it fucking spread because what, what they just bothers didn't get the me shots. Is that if you're okay, so let's say you are strong enough to 
handle your weird disease that you contracted. Right. There are people with compromised immune systems that aren't. And yeah, they might have been vaccinated, but if they're in chemo or they have some some other autoimmune problem, they could still get sick and die. Right. So there's that. And then, of course, the famous one, we're giving kids too many vaccinations. It overwhelms a child's immune system and it results in autism. Yeah. There's so many problems with that. But look. The science, but the the study no that produced that claim has been proven to be just completely invalid. I just don't know such a long time ago. Why you literally want your child to die on this hill? Yeah. Why? Why do you need to be right about this? Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that. I I just want all of these adults to go to the hospital and get intubated. Yeah. All of you get intubated and sit with a tube down your throat for like a week, and then. Then talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's what being sick, that's what happens. And you never hear the too much argument about money. <laughs> well, yeah. Money. But also, what's the fucking word? Like penicillin. What is the word? Antibiotics. Like you, and you never can, and you, you can never have... hear people talk about using too many antibiotics, which we totally do as a country. Yeah. And that's gonna kill us too, because diseases and viruses evolve. Super yeah, they evolve to match what we're doing to stop them. And if we're all just taking antibiotics constantly, it's going to, when we really need them, they're not going to fucking work. I never fucking take antibiotics. And, and you're going to get one just for walking in your creepy gym shower. Yeah, yeah. That's how... That's how uh, and that's when I'll finally start. Like Because when I get sick, I just stay home. Well, when you have the flu, that's what you should do. Yeah. Because also... All they can do is give you codeine. If you have the flu, you can't take antibiotics. I mean, I'll turn out to a doctor's office for a bottle of codeine. Good. That's what you should do. If you take antibiotics, I believe, as a female, don't you get yeast infections? Yeah, you can. And then you have to take medicine for that. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. Actually, every time I am given antibiotics, I ask for a prescription of Diflucan. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I know what's going to... Just give it to yeah. me. Like, I already know. And I get a weird so thing. they prescribe it now. Yeah, the two together. It, you have Our to. Our old OBGYN used to. I know. Was, I can't even remember her name anymore. Dr. Franklin. No, before her. Oh, I can't remember her name right Vanessa now. Vanessa Caleb. Yes, Caleb. Dr. Vanessa Caleb. Yep. She was a cool lady. Official oh. OBGYN of White Wine True Crime. <laughs> she is, actually. Yeah, but now uh, it's Dr. Franklin. Yeah, who's seen both of our vaginas. Isn't that interesting? Nice. I was going to leave a nice... Um, Same yelp. thing with the Fit Vine people, weirdly enough. Yeah. It was a weird year. <laughs> Strange. 2016. It's going to leave a good, um, a positive Yelp review for Dr. Caleb, especially before sure. she moved to San Francisco. But then I noticed that she had... Some customers who weren't very happy with her services, and she would like answer them back. And I was like, I think I'm going to leave this one, this Yelp alone, even yeah. though it was going to be positive. It got Yelp. very hairy. I hate Yelp. I hate yeah. Yelp with all of my being. So let's talk about some famous anti-vaxxers. But she still was like four and a half stars. Yeah. <laughs> this is a long list. So first, longer than it should be for sure. Jenna Elfman, which is like. Go away, Jenna Elfman. But aren't a lot of these people too? Uh, Scientologists, Jenna, Jenna Elfman, Elfman is for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, Scientologists, Chris back Gallius. to that, they they have all sorts of problem with medicine in general. Yeah, and they right. have like vitamins, or they're pro vitamin. They're they're big on vitamins. They're pro vitamin. Okay. They're anti. That was one thing I remember about mental. Tom Cruise. That was the yes. weird lecture. No psychology, but yes, vitamins. Right. Which all traces back to L. Ron Hubbard getting denied mental health treatment when he was in the Navy. It's like he just yeah. held a grudge against mental health from that day. But a lot of the a lot of the anti medicine stuff kind of came later. He wasn't he didn't have a ton of time to develop that. Yeah. Some of it, yeah. 
I could go on and on about Scientology, but I'm just, that's a different podcast. So Jenna Elfman, Jenny McCarthy. Why? Jim Carrey by proxy. Jim Carrey by proxy. Yeah. He was pussy whipped into that one. Exactly. You might not (laughs) feel that way. I'm I'm sorry. Like, there's no way Jim Carrey. Is that a pussy whipped dinger? It sure is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I felt good about it. Alicia Silverstone, you know. Why learn how to parallel park where everywhere you go has valet? So whatever. She still like breastfeeds and lets her kids sleep with her and stuff. What's it called? She like chews up her food and puts it in their mouth. Oh yeah, she does the bird, like the mama bird. Oh yeah, guys, I I promise you, I'm not doing any of that. We please do all of that. (laughs) (laughs) We please. No, because I you breastfeed until your kids are like nine. I think that that makes that's what they want. Kind of kid, you give it to them. No, sure does. I'm gonna be a big no mom. Maya Bialik does it. Well, I edited a cracked article about <laughs> parents who do weird shit with their kids. And one of the entries was about this mom who breastfed her kids till they were like nine and uh, 11. Your sex will be weird. Now. And there's this this clip in the video that we put in the article. Is this the it tastes like mango? Yes. Yeah, I know. Sweeter that one. than mango. Even it's really gross. Oh, breast milk. How she described breast milk. When you can describe it, it's time to stop. Yep. That's how I feel. Charlie Sheen, you're going to see him a couple times on the on these yeah. lists. Uh, Charlie drink Sheen, your breast milk, Tiger Blood, really? Yeah, I think I would. Really? Out of anybody's, yeah. Well, when you put it that way, I understand. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that does make it a little better, <laughs> doesn't it? Kind of soften, a little, I, yeah. soften the blow a little bit. I was a girl who was uh, out camping in Arizona, uh-huh. and these guys had a taser, and I was like, "Taser makes I want to know what it feels like." I forgot. So about as soon that, as you Carrie. bottle up your breast milk, when you're not looking, 100, percent I'll tr- I'll try it. Did they tase you? All yeah. Right. How'd it feel? It hurt. Um, <laughs> that was one of the funniest stories. Oh, what episode is that on? On White Wine True Crime? That is a very funny. I'll just look it up. Yeah, Carrie just flat out was like, I got, t- sends me a text message. Oh, yeah, okay. So Carrie sends me a text message and says, she's like, I'm having fun with these people here at the river. I'm like, great. And she goes, one of them has a taser. And I was like, uh. And then she goes, I'm going to ask him to tase me. I'm like, don't do that. And then I no. don't, I didn't hear from her for a day and a half because <laughs> her phone died. She doesn't think that what she sent me is troubling. No. I was literally, I literally checked my phone like a hundred times in a 24 hour period. I'm like, is Carrie okay? I sent her like, hello. <laughs> I was just on the river. I was tubing. Yeah, just fine. Caitlin won't mind me getting tased. Okay. Okay. So Charlie Sheen, Kirstie Alley, Selma Blair. This last one surprises me. The president of the United States is anti-vaxxer. Yeah. A little concerning. I agree. Well, you know who our president is though. Like it that says it that, right there. That makes, Trump. It, that makes it a little more understandable. Really? I feel like he's so straight-laced and narrow and like he, he would gets, say that's what you do. You get vaccines. He I, gets all of his news from Fox and Friends. Here's what I'm going to say. I don't think he's an anti-vaxxer. I, I think he didn't like fake news. That's Well, that's the irony of the time we live in, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he that but, like that's half his tweets are just he'll hear something on Fox News and just tweet it out. They've like charted the timing of his tweets. Here's what I'll say. Out of everybody on this list, I could find a lot of supporting material. There is some supporting material recently of Donald Trump saying that. I don't think that means he's an actual anti-vaxxer. I don't think he cares. Yeah, he's probably cool. He, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't think he knows or cares. I think he might have said it because yeah. his base is, you know, awful or something. Speaking of awful, I'm going to move on to a topic that I think will inspire you, Carrie. Okay. AIDS truthers. Yep. AIDS truther. My favorite kind of truther. 
I know. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Nope. Uh, well, I don't agree with this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, AIDS truthers. A person who denies that HIV causes AIDS or that it is possible for heterosexual people to become HIV positive. So it's a gay thing and also, sorry, science, it does not turn into AIDS. Right, right. This is a weird movement because it's it's a thing that's popped up more than once. Yeah, and it start. I mean, I'm not surprised that it started because of how AIDS was perceived when AIDS first hit as a homosexual blood cancer, like, period. That's what everybody thought it was, and they thought, well, the only way you're going to get it is if you fuck a dude in the butthole or a dude fucks you in and your butthole. And it came over from Africa in a monkey. Inside a monkey. Yep. He was imported here inside of a monkey. And then somebody was a monkey fucker, right? I I think Or was it like zoo and the monkey fucked somebody and then they died? I don't know that it was either of those things specifically. The legend. The the legend. Yeah. There's like a really racist myth. There's a legend of AIDS. Yeah. That I think we talked about on one of the episodes where for them for a long time, people thought that what happened was a dude fucked a monkey. A dude fucked another dude. And then there was probably a couple dudes, and then one of the dudes was a flight attendant who fucked a bunch of people all over the world. The guy, the flight attendant story is true. There was somebody that did that, but but there was no monkey fucking. The flight attendant was the monkey. (laughs) (laughs) What an adorable flight. Yeah, wouldn't that be amazing? What if they could also fly the plane and they were pilots? I'd be happy about that. I'd rather be in that plane. That's how AIDS spread. Plane flying monkeys. Yep. yep, that's how it happened. And another great connection to Outbreak. Moving on. Yep. Um, so <clears throat> that's when Gwyneth Paltrow falls to the floor. Yeah. In her with AIDS. It's the one where Kevin Spacey sends her head to Brad Pitt in a box at the yeah. end in a box. Yeah. Okay. That's I'm familiar. Wow. We have really come full circle. That's with the, that's Outbreak. This is the like, weirdest game of six degrees of separation. Of outbreak. Ever. You don't talk about outbreak, right? right? Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. That's the first rule of outbreak. First rule. Mm-hmm. Second rule is don't fuck monkeys. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, so basically, I like I like just the definition in Wikipedia. So I just cut and pasted it because it kind of made me yeah. laugh. I could tell the person that wrote this was pissed off. <laughs> um, HIV/AIDS denialism is the belief contradicted by conclusive medical and scientific evidence. That human immunodeficiency virus, HIV, does not cause acquired immune deficiency syndrome, AIDS. Some of its proponents reject the existence of HIV, while others accept that HIV exists, but argue that it is a harmless passenger virus and not the cause of AIDS. Insofar as they acknowledge that AIDS is a real disease, they attribute it to some combination of sexual behavior, recreational drugs, Nothing wrong with those. malnutrition, poor sanitation, hemophilia, or the effects of the drugs used to treat HIV infection. Right. That's a wide conspiratorial net to cast. It and really this, is. This, to me, is the big definition, the, 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 thin, the line between a conspiracy theorist and a truther. Because the problem with truthers is that their thinking is allegorical. In that, if it, if it has the structure of the same theory... They'll just adapt it. Right. <laughs> they're right. not they're not looking for specific evidence the way like there's no there's no bulletin board with strings. Yeah. It's they're not actually building an argument. It's just that they know. Huh? Yeah, it doesn't look like our logo. What happened? Call back. Call back. Call oh, back to okay. our, oh, yeah, to yeah, our yeah, coasters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great. Um don't roll your eyes at me, Carrie. So Finger me. I can't look at you. <laughs> oh, we did it. So it all started so you have to have all of these. 
to get AIDS. That's like the all problem is that it's you don't have to have all six. You don't like get Yahtzee. It's like you or bingo. It's any of these things. Like so, oh, you have AIDS, which t- totally you didn't have HIV. You were probably a hemophiliac, or are you gay, or did you do drugs? Yeah, it, it's are all, you under a lot of stress? Yeah, now we're in Scientology land, right? Um, then everyone in the world would have AIDS. Exactly, Carrie. Yeah, correct. So in 1987, this guy, okay, his name is Peter Deuceberg, du- but I, we're going to call him Douchebag. Peter yeah, Deuceberg questioned the link between HIV and AIDS in the journal, in, in the journal Cancer Research. Douchebag's publication coincided with the start of a major, pu- uh, the major public health campaigns and developed the, uh, oh, he developed AZ, AZT as a treatment for HIV AIDS. Don't they call that the Ryan White drug now? AZT was gnarly because I don't know if they call it the Ryan White drug. My friend has AIDS. Like I'm not bragging, but he does. Well, everybody's got somebody. One degree of AIDS. You got one degree of AIDS. Careful with that one degree. But he he said he was like, oh, yeah, like when I go to the doctor, they're like, oh, you're supposed to be getting the Ryan White drug. So I don't know if that's like, I don't know, street slang. That's what they call AZT now. (laughs) People slang in (laughs) HIV drugs. (laughs) Um, AZT was super gnarly. AZT. Got some of that white. Got some of that R white. Did you see Dallas Buyers Club? Yeah. So AZT was the drug that Matthew McConaughey hated so much because AZT was just like basically like nightmare chemo. Yeah. And it just kind of killed people. But in 1988, a panel of the Institute of Medicine of the U.S. National Academy of Sciences, (laughs) pardon you, found that, quote, the evidence that HIV causes AIDS is scientifically conclusive. That same year, science published Batner, Gallo, and Tiemann's HIV Causes AIDS. Great record. Yep. (laughs) R.A.P. Greg Allman. <laughs> <laughs> and douchebags, HIV is not the cause of AIDS. <laughs> so uh, also that same year, Peter, the Perth Group, a group of denialists based in Perth. That name is not very creative in my opinion. No. Western Australia led by Elani Papadus. Papadopoulos. 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 Hey, uh, published the non-peer-reviewed journal Medical Hypothesis that their first article questioning the aspects of HIV/AIDS research, arguing that there was no compelling reason for preferring the viral hypothesis of AIDS to one based on the activity of oxidizing agents. In other words, they're just throwing out medical terms and saying "nah, science." Yeah, right. Take a chill pill, and I think it's just because they hated gay people. It does kind of seem that way. Well, um, uh, okay. So basically the AIDS truther movement you find when you start to research this has a lot. There's a lot of dovetail with homophobia. (laughs) Right. For sure. It's basically that world. I mean, so if you don't like gay people, this is a really interesting little rabbit rabbit trail to go down. It's an Um, ideal rabbit hole to go down. I'm really hoping that you like gay people because I'm a huge fan of gay people. You know what? I think they're they're great. I don't I don't get the problem. Oh, get LA Pride issues. next week. There we go. LA Pride next week. I mean, I'm not London going to that. Pride was but, last week. But it's I would, not, but we're going to be going like to an the parade. Anti. Are you a parade person, Carrie? I do like the pride parades. I think they're fun. I haven't been to a parade in a long time. No, not all parades, just pride parades. Just pride parades. Okay, yeah. I can see the distinction there. Yeah. Yeah, cuz otherwise I'm not going to a stinking parade. Yeah, cuz yeah. there's kids there. I think that's what it is. I don't and I don't fuck like with kids. Parades. Yeah, one of the, the as far as uh, AIDS truthers. <laughs> Sorry, it's just really funny to me because what my brain did was like kids, and then I imagined people that made balloon animals, and then I thought of the gay pride parade where I saw a guy once making balloon animals out of condoms. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, sure. Okay, sure. I'm back. Yeah. 
That those gays very talented. Very with latex. Very His, so much so. History has proven. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, Da Vinci. Yeah, one of the the famous AIDS truthers, the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. I wrote about it a long time ago on crack. It was really weird researching this topic and accidentally finding Adam's article. Yeah. I was like, oh, and then I totally forgot to A, include it in the notes, or B, even bring it up to Adam, and I found it. So all of the Foo Fighters collectively. Well, what happened? I don't know. Back in 2000, they started doing benefit concerts for a group called Alive and Well. And the it, it was the idea of the bass player, Nate Mendel. He's apparently the one that was tied to this Alive and Well group. But he also convinced the rest of the band, apparently, that this is a thing we should put on a free show in Los Angeles for. Which, that's kind of a big deal. Like, well, it's, it's, it's literally you also. signing your name to that a cause. cause. Yeah. And it's, it's like they're trying to be you two and stand on the Berlin Wall and wasn't working out. Yeah. He, he went so far as to suggest that anyone seeking an HIV test should look up information about Alive and Well first. Fuck you. Which, that's That makes nuts, me so man. mad. Well, and because, first of all, nobody wants to be like, okay, this is what I want to say. If you're worried about having AIDS, you're going to take every excuse that you can get to convince yourself that you don't have AIDS. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you just are. Yeah. And a lot of people, that kind of thinking, that kind of endorsement is so dangerous, and I just really hate them for doing that. Yeah, especially when it's directly saying, I, don't get tested. There was this guy that I went to high school with who loved the Foo Fighters, and for a long time, my only proof that I had that the Foo Fighters sucked was this one guy, because this guy sucked. Yeah. I'm like, look, this guy loves them, therefore, the band sucks. <laughs> like, right. So, but now that I have this, I don't have to explain this guy that I knew in high school anymore. So this says that even though they were going to do more concerts promoting this, that as of 2008, there haven't been any record of them. Yeah, but they 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 also haven't haven't come out and said, like, are bad. Yeah, they haven't denounced it. And the 2008 thing is, as recently as 2008, there were still banners for Alive and Well on parts of their website. But it could have just been a part that... They forgot to take down because it was like an like an abandoned part of their website. Worst but, PR people ever. Yeah, like get a better webmaster. But the webmaster. <laughs> I am the webmaster. It's um, it's yeah, a problem. Yeah, it's a huge problem. And they in in the article I wrote, I mentioned there's a really great Guardian article about HIV deniers, and it talks about the case of a woman named Carrie Stokely who was <gasps> diagnosed. Almost look spelled out, like my look, name. Look yeah. out, Carrie. Carrie with two R's. Shit. That's the wrong way to spell it. It's too close. Yeah. That indicates Unless that she's AIDS. susceptible to AIDS and HIV this infection. Good, good news for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was diagnosed at the age of 29 and discontinued treatment after 11 years because she saw a YouTube video that said she didn't need to di- get treatment. On her. Died of pneumonia a few months later. A lot of people with AIDS die of pneumonia. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. too. Mo- a lot of them die of pneumonia. Because you just you just get the flu because, you know, pneumonia is basically it starts as the flu and then your lungs get an infection and then you get pneumonia. Right. So it stands to reason that if you don't have an immune system, you're going to get the flu from just being somewhere and then you get pneumonia and you die from complications of AIDS. Corey Haim, pneumonia. Bernie yeah. Mac. Pneumonia. There's a lot of people that die of pneumonia. Greg Allman. <laughs> not not kid, pneumonia. Kid, kidney failure. But, yeah, um, probably. But 
But oh, definitely. He Jeff had... May posted something, I think, on his page saying that Greg Allman died in Savannah. Yeah, and raped a 13-year-old girl no, named Savannah? No, he, did, he did not say that. Let's be really clear. N- no, he didn't no, say. No, what did he, he ra- say? Well, he got, Greg Allman got a, a girl addicted to heroin. Oh, that like, was it. And made her his girlfriend, and she was like in high school at the time. And then she eventually grew up to be the porn actress Savannah, who killed herself at the age of 23. And she dated Pauly Shore, right? She also dated Pauly Shore for a <gasps> yes, time Yes, I saw her E! True Hollywood Story. But yeah, Greg Allman. Oh, yeah! Mm-hmm. Greg Allman. God, she got a in a car show. accident, right? Greg Allman fucking wrecked her. Like, it was Well, really we've bad. all dated a guy that's done that. Well. Yeah, but... But also his music sucked too. So you know, fuck any him. Fuck Pauly, him too. Like Greg Allman, Pauly. Sh- I mean, I don't even know. Yeah, depending on the time, like if it's early '90s, it's like Pauly Shore, Greg Allman. No, yeah, gonna... no, I think she died, and the the last person she had sex with was the Weasel. Yeah, <laughs> Weasel. The weasel. I, I, that actually made me sadder than anything we've talked about in this episode mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. So. Well, the the last Just thing he's in the juice. The last thing about oh, no. Alive and Well, their uh, founder Christina Maggior died of uh, HIV related compl- complications in 2008. I almost said compilations. Probably the same thing. Bunch of different it's complications. A no, yeah, stacked on top of each other. Yeah, it's it's a it, your your body gets hit with the the greatest hits. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so uh, so much for her theory, I guess. Yeah. There's a little bit more about douchebag, but like I'm not going to get into it. He's a douchebag, and the people yeah. that think that AIDS isn't real, I just anyway, it's, truthers are stupid. They yeah. really are. All right, here's another. Okay, so I want to say this next section. Uh, there's a very fine line between a 9/11 truther and a conspiracy theorist. Very fine line. I don't know where the line is, but. This is where, if there's like a Venn diagram of truthers and conspiracy theorists, 9-11 fits nicely in the center of all of this. Yeah, the thing with 9-11, there's so many conspiracies around it. There's, you know, there's some that are... I couldn't even find one definition. I've listed four. Because there's so many different moving parts when it comes to 9-11. Literally. Yeah, literally. But like, there's definitely some 9-11 conspiracies that I think are more believable than others like there was yeah. for a long time there was the yeah. there was the well there was uh, for a long time the suggestion that we were maybe hiding how complicit saudi arabia might have been in it sure and then there were papers that's released a conspiracy that did, theorist right and well, that, that's a conspiracy theorist, and they released in my papers that did kind of corroborate that saudi sure. intelligence was and then there's like Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. That's a truther. Right. So there's the difference. Michael Moore was a conspiracy theorist, right? He... Because he did Fahrenheit 9-11, and I think that was kind of along the lines of the Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it was, was more... very anti-Bush. Yeah, it was... Yeah, that's more... I would say he's just really liberal. It was more questioning Bush, the Bush family's ties to the Saudi royal family and yeah. why we didn't investigate... The I, Saudis more. In- I felt like Fahrenheit 9-11 was like, okay, so here's the hijackers. Here's 9-11. Why are we in Afghanistan? That, yeah. to me, was kind of what that documentary yeah. was about. But that was a long time ago. I don't. Which I, was an excellent point. Yeah. Well, and then there were like 100 documentaries that came out. Yeah. Which not to say is not a good point, but it, it was fairly obvious. And I think that is more journalist. So there's like journalism, conspiracy theorists, and then truthers. That, to me, is right. the hierarchy of... IQ and and worthwhile 
yeah. human interest. <laughs> right. So, okay. So let's just start with a zany one. I like this one. I, I call this the false prophecy. The claim about French physician and astrologer Nostradamus supposedly having predicted September 11th in the granddaddy of all 9-11 rumors. Um, I found that and I thought that was kind of funny because it's just like, that's funny. It's like the granddaddy because it's mm. like Nostradamus. Yeah. Like he yeah. is the kind of the grandfather of all of these people. We get it. <laughs> do you? Do a, do a ding for Do it. you? I think that's what she's waiting for. A ding? For. No, yeah. that's only for when people use the C It can word. also be a not Nostradamus. That's good. Yeah. All right. There's that's intensity good. That's a good no- I like that. <laughs> so basically, this was one of the first ones that hit. So yeah. it's like everybody that's watched uh, History Channel uh, episode on Nostradamus, which there are a lot of great ones. Yeah, there's a no- Nostradamus episode for everything. Yeah. There's a Trump one. There was one about the Trump yeah. election right yeah. before Nostradamus, Trump elected. Nostradamus cranked out a bunch of ideas. Yeah. And so one of the first ones that really hit the internet was this Nostradamus yeah. prophecy because that seemed like kind of... Also, if you think about the internet, it was a different place in, yeah. at that point. We it, needed a 9-11 to bring Nostradamus into the internet age. Yeah. Because before then, he was just like a relic of library research. Yeah, it's too much work. And then this came out, and we're like, really looking into the guy again. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he did it. Maybe Nostradamus Mm -hmm. did 9 11. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does anyone ever get mad that they had to learn the Dewey Decimal System? I'm mad. I still don't know why I spent so much time learning that. Yeah. I mean, the Dewey Decimal System was like the internet was not around. So they just. I definitely couldn't explain the Dewey Decimal System right now. No, no, not Could at all. Could you, Carrie? Do you know how to? Maybe. It's like letters and numbers. Good job. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. So then there's like this weird tourist one. Um, so for two months after 9-11, the internet was kind of obsessed with this image of a jetliner bearing down on like, so it's a picture of this guy standing yeah. on the top of the Twin Towers. And there is, the angle is a little weird. It does look like the plane yeah. is hitting the building. Which would have been impossible for him to survive because anybody that was that high up yeah. in the Twin Towers didn't make it. Mm-hmm. The observation deck also wasn't open that day. So no one, no one would have been up there taking tourist photos. Oh, where'd you hear that, Adam? The a, internet. A, a government-sponsored website? <laughs> WikiLeaks. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> I have a Did WikiLeaks on... subscription. <laughs> Snopes is really left-leaning. You shouldn't check that either. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it was just like... He was kind of like this mysterious tourist guy that everybody got yeah. obsessed with. And he's proof that 9-11... I don't know what this proves, but truthers love this guy. Yeah. It, like, it doesn't... see? I've never heard of this. So have you guys seen this picture? Yes. I, 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 said, I can find it real quick. Yeah. You know who I bet it is? I just want to see who you guys think I would guess. Jeff May? No. And how dare you say that? You just wasted two good seconds of airtime on his name. <laughs> airtime. <laughs> right? Because 9-11. Here it Do is. Do it. Ding yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Here, Carrie. This is the guy. And see, there's the... Huh. Yeah. I don't know if there's a better... No, I mean, that's that, that's a, that about does it. Yeah. And it, there's so much wrong with that picture. First of all, that the person taking the photo... Would have still lined up for the photo because you're going to see that plane coming yeah, for miles and miles and miles. And it, I'd be like, "Hey, that move that, left. That no, plane low- is below you. Let's go down a no, little." No, no, no. You're left. But if it landed <laughs> differently, like it had a smoother landing, how cool of a picture would that be? <laughs> yeah, if it just landed next to him, if that was the point of nine yeah. eleven. So basically, 
they found out that this obviously was photoshopped in. And right. It's, you know. <laughs> Is that Osama Bin Laden? Photoshopped in there? Yeah. Probably. Okay, if you had to pick mm-hmm. who I have, who I was thinking it was going to be, who would you think? Kurt Cameron. No. Uh, you're, uh, you said it, and it was like the worst. Okay. No. Dale Earnhardt. What? What? <laughs> Senior. So you just, before seeing, I just want to bring up First the fact, of all, wasn't he dead by then? By well, that's the thing. So right after he died in that crash, apparently Adam, his ghost. That's the thing. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Be careful. <laughs> Don't start a whole other truther theory here that this is that I the am. weird tourist guy is Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> Senior. <laughs> Senior, my Junior bad. still around. You're right. You're right. Okay. The, this one is kind of my personal favorite. The wingding theory is a weird one. The wingding theory. Basically, people believe that Microsoft's intelligible, stupid set of fonts, wingdings, is somehow connected to the 9-11 yeah, ev- to the events of nine eleven. Yeah, the the way it worked was uh, around the time of nine eleven. If you typed a certain phrase in, yes, which was typing the letters NYC in wingdings, gave you a skull and crossbone, skull and crossbones, a six pointed star, and a thumbs up. Yeah. Well, the Star of David is always at the root of horrible things, I guess. Every for conspiracy, conspiracy theorist. Like, yeah. I, you know, um, not a pentagram, mind you. Star of David. Yeah. Which, have we ever used wingdings for anything? No. I feel like this is real, and it's the first legitimate use of wingdings. Like, I feel like the person who coded this was like, this the will person, be funny. They were stoned. They yeah. accidentally selected wingdings. And started writing 9-11, and then they figured this out by accident. Yeah. Nuts. I kind of. I mean, yeah, it's a weird one. What's but... the fucking thumbs up supposed to be, or the Star of David, or any of this? Like... That, it was a, that it was a Jewish conspiracy. Right. Thumbs up. Because a bunch of them called out. It's yeah. Here, oh, no, yeah. That's another, that's another, that's another one. The next one. Uh, the Jews stayed safe on 9-11, apparently. The conspiracy theory focused on a people or groups that had supposed foreknowledge of the 9-11 attacks. The most prevalent rumor is that 4,000 Israeli employees of the World Trade Center all mysteriously stayed home from work on September 11th. That's so many employees. Yeah, I don't like, know. I, don't, I feel like there weren't 4,000 Israeli employees. Only th- not even 3,000 people died. In the attacks. I feel like you know the exact number, but you were one off the last time you listed it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's 2,996. Okay. I Should feel I like Google you it? said 96 last time. And Did it was I? Like 97. No! <laughs> Listen, I don't want you to beat yourself up over getting this wrong, but... Oh, I had... The, there you're losing was... so much street cred with the truthers who listen to our podcast. Uh, I Googled this. 2,996 oh, right. people. Good job. Whew. Okay. Fifth one. You can't. You can't just melt beams. Can't is, do it. This is the famous one. I, this is the yeah. this is the the big truther one. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna call this the yeah. capital T truther. Yeah, theory. I think the controlled explosion theory is the biggest 9/11 theory because people have yeah. all sorts of speculation as to who did it. But I think the one thing truthers all really agree on is that the building came down in a controlled explosion, as opposed to clearly they've never seen. Dr. Malcolm explained chaos theory in Jurassic Park. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah. Is Gwyneth Paltrow in that one? Yeah, it's the one where no. Uh, no, but... Brad Pitt sends Kevin Spacey oh. her head. 
this time. Yeah. But they, they, oh, but there's Grasshoppers in a room eating spaghetti. Yeah. And there's right. a bunch of car fresheners. Right, yeah. right. She's really ceiling. fat, and they've yeah. been force feeding her. The head right. is delivered. And Jack Black's in that one. In a right. small right. amber stone. Yeah. Specifically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it, but also it's like, come on. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it. part of it is just like they can't fathom that this happened. Because uh, there are also Pearl Harbor truthers, by the way. I didn't, like, yeah. go down that road, but... Yeah, the Pearl Harbor truthers, it's it's an interesting... Like, the Pearl Harbor thing almost is more believable because at least there's an end game to it. At least we know... And I guess with this, people are like, oh, the end game was to go into the Middle East and get the oil. But the with the Pearl Harbor thing, at least it was like, yeah, we knew it was happening, so we just didn't do anything because we wanted to get into the war. Like, people can really define what the point of that conspiracy would have been. With this one, it's not as... No. Eh. Is it kind of weird? Like, I remember being in Hawaii, and there were a bunch of, like, Japanese people going to, like, the Pearl that Harbor oh, monument. <laughs> but, like, going to, like, the Pearl Harbor monument. Is no, that a little... People go from go to Japan and no, go to... Because... <laughs> you know what they did to us. Sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> they just go there to point and laugh? <laughs> well, I don't think there's anybody heading over to Hir- Hiroshima just being like... <laughs> Hiroshima? Yeah. Just wearing hats that look like yeah, make America air, great again. Airplane cockpits. Maybe we should teach them a lesson, like show them. I think like, we're. Think I feel like we wanna... taught Japan a lesson I, in World I War II think, a little uh, bit. It was the ultimate slap on the wrist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, and then finally, I'm calling this you Pentagon stupid, right? Uh, and this is just your basic. The hole wasn't big enough for the airplane to be the yada yada. Right. This one. Have you ever? Have you seen Loose Change? Of course. Mm-mm. What's crazy about Loose Change is the guy. It's uh, Brad Pitt, Gwyneth Paltrow, Gwyneth Paltrow. Brad Pitt, Is that when they first Kevin Antonio Banderas, yeah, people like that. He's great in that. Oh, yeah, he and plays then the he plane. Was, Antonio Banderas had like a guitar. It's a cartoon. It's an animated And he was thing. walking away, and then the building goes yeah. up in flames. Yeah, yeah, explosion. Yeah, and then, yeah. then he's Selma Hayek, I believe, it was one of her first explosion. Mm-hmm. She's the one that drops all the change, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, loose change. Get it? So anyway, yeah, pesos. He started this documentary as a spoof. Like he was, st- he went out intending to make a spoof of n- conspiracy documentaries, and people just started taking it as fact and just ran with it. And he eventually was like, "All right, I'll be that guy then. I'll just pretend this thing's real and make money that way." Gross. But if you look at like one of the opening scenes in Loose Change, they're like, "How come there's no airplane debris in this picture?" And then if you look at an uncropped version of the picture, there's like wheels and engines and there's all kinds of airplane debris. But he just cropped it and intentionally made it look fake and people ran with it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. um... Well, I also think, you know, as we've been discussing this and I've been processing all this information, I think the big difference between conspiracy theorists and truthers is we're talking pre-internet and internet. And I think the internet has made people lazy and stupid. Yeah, for and they sure. they confuse access to information for being informed, and I think that that's the most dangerous part. So yeah. Anyway, okay, let's go down the list of nine eleven truthers. We've got Charlie Sheen at the top of, of the course. list. His second time, he was also the vaccine yep. guy. Dragon blood, <laughs> tiger blood. Sorry, so th- it's tiger blood. But right? he wasn't the one who was on the AIDS. He wasn't an AIDS truther. Well, he can't be now. <laughs> 
He's an AIDS truther he's, now. Uh, huh. He's living the truth of AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Mark Ruffalo, which was which, weirdly disappointing. Disappointing, yeah. Rosie O'Donnell, keep your koosh balls to yourself, all right, ladies? Yeah. It's just, you know. <laughs> then we got Woody Harrelson. I see that. He's a hot. Yeah. What, what, what would she always say about Tom Cruise? He's a hottie patati or something. Hottie like patati. Yeah. Hottie patati. Or cutie patootie. Cutie patootie was another one. Woody Sorry. Harrelson, I can see. Oh, yeah. He gets high and talks like, about Like, he's this. a fucking lunatic. Roseanne Barr. I also could see. Definitely. She's gotten weird. She's really weird, yeah. I mean... She got weird once she confessed to being molested and... Oh, I was going to say aliens, but she wasn't the one with the aliens. That was Anne Heche. Yeah. Anne Heche was the alien. But also a molestation story, right? I don't remember that, but I can see it. it (laughs) Molestalian. Um... And then the one Actually, that I think that was, right, yeah, that, that was really good. Thanks. I like that. Marion Cotillard. That's weird. That's what the fuck. Yeah. That... And I, so I was taking these notes and I said her name out loud because Miles knew, which by the way, side note, really funny moment in our marriage over the holiday weekend. I was putting this together and Miles like, oh, what are you doing? He like glances at my computer and it just says 9-11 truther. <laughs> He's like, whoa. Yes. Uh, but I was like, Marion Cotillard, my husband has like all these facts about Marion Cotillard being a 9-11 truther. That's weird. I think that I know weird. how he came across these facts. But <laughs> anyway, it was interesting. It made for an interesting conversation. These are my least favorite truthers that we're about to cover. The Sandy Hook truthers. Fuck these people. They are a wacky bunch. They are the worst people on the planet. Yeah. I'm going to say worst people? Yeah, they're pretty bad. This they're, is a shitty group of people? Because they they go after the parents of Sandy Hook kids. Yeah. And, and they're like, hey, we know you're lying about and, all of this. Yeah, they like Scientology, these people. Yeah. They also tell us your truth to make the shooter seem like a victim. Correct. Yeah. Good point. So Sandy Hook truther, a person who believes that in 2012, the massacre of children at Sandy Hook Elementary School was a hoax orchestrated by the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. Also called a Newton, Newtown truther. Right. Okay. So basically, there's this shitty lawyer that says... And dentist, which when you have two professions, like that's weird. You're not. Yeah. You're not either of those things. Something went wrong. It's like she's got her... In two different states, master of none. She can definitely yeah. write you a recommendation for medical marijuana. Yeah, she's oh, that kind of that's doctor. That's how they're do. cashing that one in. I agree. Yeah. Orly Tate's Tate's T A I T. She's that's a that's a porn name also. It sure Orly is. Tate's is a porn name. Yeah, it is. She was quoted by saying, "Adam Lonzo was drugged and hypnotized by his handlers." <sighs> To make him into a killing machine as an excuse for, the, for as the regime is itching to take all the means of self-defense from the populace before the economic collapse. That was like a riddle. Yeah. She's a shithead. I'm sorry. I just think that the... Look, if you're pro-gun, fine. You're pro-gun. It's in the Constitution. I can't argue that. And I, and right. I really... I'm kind of middle of the road with this issue, to be completely honest. Like, I feel like we're at where we're at. And I don't know how we could ever get to a place where everyone just turns in their guns. Yeah, that's, so it's not going to happen. I'm kind of like cool with just, all right, we live in the gun country. <laughs> yeah. That's just, I mean, and also we don't live in Brazil or something crazy right. like that. So let's just all calm down for a minute. But if you're going to fucking take this as proof that the government is trying to take away your guns, yeah. you're a bad person, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's. Can we just. It, yeah, it's 
and it, it's weird. They must. I've never looked into this one that much. There's nothing. I tried. There's but, nothing there. <sighs> so also, um, this other guy, Clyde Lewis, here, go up a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, don't you find it at all interesting that Adam Lanza, the alleged shooter at Sandy Hook, woke up one day and decided to shoot up a school and kill children at about the same time that Barack Obama told the UN that he would sign in the small arms treaty? Listen. How are those related? I do find it interesting that a guy with a bull cut got up and decided to kill a bunch of kids. There's another word for it. Horrific. Yeah, yeah. But it is interesting. Yeah. Mental illness is interesting. And it's... Oh my God. <sighs> I get yeah. so fired up about this. It makes me so mad. Yeah. And then it just... No one, regardless of what side of the gun control issue they're on, can deny that guns played a role in the Sandy Hook killing. So the conspiracy theorists must instead challenge the claim that the attack even occurred, which is a great point. So, like, basically... Yeah. The only defense they have is that it didn't fucking happen. Right. Which is such a crazy defense. Why? Like, what? Yeah. I don't understand. There's only one person that's actually famous for being a Sandy Hook truther. They're not famous for anything else. But this guy, this fucking cunt face, Adam Hunt, uh, Brendan Hunt. <sighs> Basically, he says that I believe that this event was pulled off by a group of tactical police officers of some kind, not specific, working as a unit. And that they, they didn't complete their job in time before the local police showed up and busted up whatever the operation they have going on. So your theory, yeah, this is your what? fucking theory, and you're willing to mobilize crazies on the internet that end up showing up at the homes of yeah. people that have lost their children in this horrific way with for that, for that yeah, theory, yeah. the worst truther. Yeah, it's, yeah, there's a lot of these, a lot of these out, out there. And they, I, yeah. I don't know if we'll we'll have time to get into it all, but I saw you had the crisis actors at the bottom. Let's that's a get, big part of this. Let's just is that's yeah, crisis. A, this right. is actually where I first heard the term crisis actors was yeah. around the Sandy Hook. Let's skip over this other one because I think this is one that everybody talks about. The Holocaust deniers. Yeah, everybody knows that yeah. these people exist, they, and it's the same fucking people. They're having a great year. I mean, they're they're really on the rise again. <laughs> Like, they're hot right now, mm -hmm. but I feel like people do still know a lot about them. Yeah, so let's just talk about crisis actors, because I think this is a good way to close out yeah. the episode. I find it interesting that the theory of the crisis actor has emerged, because frankly, it's the only way for some of these theories to even make any sense. You'd have to somehow explain the footage of the shit that goes down. Right. So the crisis actor, truth or theory, is that there, <laughs> there's a troop of Mary... Mary Playsmen that travel the country and show up and pretend to be horrified at these events. Right. And they think that it, uh, the, they're like gypsies or like the big one a here. A band of merry men and women. I wonder if I can find the video because the there's there, well, there's one in particular. There's a no, there's a dad who's going to one second. Do you think they have seg cards? He's going like, to get better. They better at least be union. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be able False, to find it. same crisis actor at multiple shooting events. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to find the, the right video. But there's a a video of a guy getting ready to address the public, and he just laughs for a little bit before he goes up to talk. Clearly he's an and actor. And people are like, whoa, 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 why would you laugh? Why would you? It's like, maybe someone told him a fucking joke. It's a tense situation. Someone might be trying to lighten the mood. Jesus Christ, let the guy laugh. 
It's oh. such a such a insane theory. Well, in in order for them to be right, they have to then rob these people of not only their privacy but of their pain. Right. Like, right. To justify their limp dick theories about gun control, like seriously, I hope you were fucked by a horse in your life, like, and you didn't like it or something. Like, I just, I have no respect for a person like this. Yeah. I can't. It just. It's either that or your life was perfect and you just comp- you don't understand that people experience pain. Right. Like <sighs> this is uh <sighs> this is one of the the YouTube videos actors at Sandy Hook. Parent oh. laughing at press interview. And the guy they haven't even shown him yet. So that guy he like walks up smiling and laughing and then Did delivers Did you catch that? Yeah. That's what Did the screen you catch says. That? Like, that could have been him nervous about having to appear on camera. I mean, maybe there are so that was many things. poor manners, but that doesn't mean that Yeah, there's, there's so many other things that could be. Also, what if he's a shitty parent and loves the attention? Yeah, yeah. That's also a possibility, but that's not our problem. Right. <laughs> like, and it doesn't mean the fucking event didn't happen. No, yeah. just because someone's laughing. I mean, I remember the night of my mom's funeral was... I probably laughed harder that night than I had laughed in years. Yeah. Like, I had friends around, and, I mean, I'm not saying that's what this guy was experiencing, but it's just a person that can't c- process human, like, humanity, I guess. Yeah. Because I guess that would have to be your problem. If you're a person that really buys into this theory, you just must not like humans. Yeah, kind of. Or you, or you just love guns. Man, do they love guns. Why? I don't know. It's in the Constitution. I just what do you like jack off to the Constitution? There's like a me weird, personally, yeah. No, no, I, well, oh no, no, never mind. We've already had. You that should talk. see what he does when he gets to the amendments. <laughs> yeah, the pages stick together. Yeah, I'll add an amendment to your Constitution, <laughs> hey-o, America. Hey oh, so they also think the crisis actors were at the Boston Marathon yep. and the Orlando shooting. Yep, they placed them, Carrie. Do they think they're going to get like residual checks, like every time it shows on TV? It's going to be my big break. These limousine liberals cashing yeah. in on all of this gun control propaganda. You know what? I, not to go back to 9-11, but I would love to do an episode where we cover the people who lied about being in the trade centers that day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would love that. Like Steve Ranazizi? Yes. There's a lot of them. <laughs> and then did you see him crash and burn, but on the roast battle? <laughs> no. Oh, I he, didn't watch he, roast he, battle. Uh, he totally Why up. would you walk into a room full of comedians that all knew that you lied about being on? Well, they made fun of him in the roast battle for I would it. Hope and then so. after they were just like, Wow, you know, this me? is big of you to show up. Like most people wouldn't. Yeah. It's like, why would you show up to a roast battle? Well, one, why would you do that in the first place? Why would lie you about lie being about there? being question one in the twin yeah. towers? People do that though. Yeah. yeah, people do. I mean, that's first of all, that was a very easy day to lie about being present for, right. honestly. Or that you had a loved one in the tower. I mean, there's lots of things. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a lot. I mean, just, anytime you have that kind of chaos, you know. But he's just clearly a sick individual also. like, And I just think it's weird that you're a person... Con- like, if you're pursuing a high... Like, okay, if you're just, like, a weird person that, that works in HR or medical billing and you're never going to do much with your life, you yeah. want to lie about being at the World Trade Center? Okay. But if you want to be a famous person yeah. and you're starting out with I was at the World Trade Center, there's the internet. That's a problem. Like yeah. it's just you're gonna run into some issues. People yeah, start for asking sure. questions. 
do they ever? Yeah, if like some like sad, sexually frustrated, middle-aged white dude is somewhere in the in this country convinced that Sandy Hook didn't happen, you better bet your ass that someone's going to figure out that you weren't <laughs> yeah. at ground zero. Yeah. Especially if you weren't there. Yeah, that that part especially. Yeah. Also like the other part of that, I mean, for me is most of the people that were really damaged or victimized by 9/11 were paid out pretty nicely by the airlines. And they the only way that happens is if you sign Yeah. a massive confidentiality contract. Yeah. So, and good. Why would you need to talk about that ever again? And I'm glad you got yeah. a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, not good for... You get it. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. No, that you was get, pretty awful. You get what I mean. Adam. Sorry, Carrie. <laughs> Maybe you didn't like <laughs> your husband. Oh, God, yeah. I just laughed there's and a, I should There's have a screenplay. Yeah. That could I would be. watch that. So should we, uh, should we wrap this yeah, up? I'm just so mad at truthers now I know. Again. Yeah. I fucking hate them. They're the worst people. They're bad. You know, because I, I went to Roswell years ago, and I went to the UFO Museum. Kind of boring, right? Yeah, but it was kind of sweet. It yeah, was like I mean, a, I went, it was like I went a, last year. It wasn't hurting anybody. This old man who had like had chunks of his face carved out for melanoma stuff, like just old man, craggy face, oh. handed me a cassette player with headphones, and he's yeah. like, "All right, no, thanks for coming. You know, you want to start here at this bulletin board and work your way around. You you turn on the little cassette, and it's like, yeah, it is fun. And you're like, oh, this is fun. There's not going to be a fucking Sandy Hook Truther Center that you can go to and like I mean no. there's nothing nice about it. There's no mystery there. You're just yeah. a dick. It's just all awful. So gross. Ugh. Just jacking off to manga and then checking back into your truther in the website. Constitution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That freedom isn't free. So we should uh we should get out of here. We have to Mosey on. We have to do another one of these Jesus. Action packed night. Jesus Christ. Do you have anything to plug? Either of you? Yeah. Thursday. This comes out this Thursday. I'm trying to think if it's a free episode, and I believe... Doesn't matter. I can still draw, I can is. still promote this. Yeah, either way. Check out Why One True Crime. We have either just covered or are simultaneously at the same moment covering uh, Mommy Dead and Dearest. It's probably one of my favorite new episodes recently. It was a really fun documentary to cover. We have a good time on it. It was silly. Did you watch that, Adam? I did watch it. It was... It was good. I didn't. I it, it, I lost interest in it. Exactly. Well, uh, near the end, yeah. That's my huh. issue as well. Fell asleep on the couch, even. Damn. But it was fine. Uh, but our episode is not boring, and you should listen to it. You can find us at White Wine True Crime on Twitter. It's at WWT Crime on Facebook. Just good old White Wine True Crime. You can find us on WhiteWineTrueCrime dot com. Mm-hmm. And we will be at CrimeCon for any In of you nine days. Jesus, this is happening. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. We're going to have so much fun. It's my first con. I've never mm. been to like a Comic Con or. Me neither. A, yeah. I did a couple. I've done a few. Leave it to Carrie and I to have never been to a convention of any kind. <laughs> I'm already nervous about the flying. You just wait till you're sitting next to me, Caitlin. I, I've it mentally, gets way worse. I, I know. If I'm getting nervous nine days before the flight, I will tell you that we are opening up a Snapchat account next week. Okay. So we'll be documenting this whole experience. Nice. Right? It's going to be amazing. Um, what about you, Adam? Got anything to plug? Well, you could subscribe to our Patreon. What a if, great idea. Yeah. If you want to hear, like, for example, if you wanted to hear this show every single week, you, you could. could subscribe to the Patreon. Or if you wanted to hear all of our other podcasts, we have so goddamn many. Yeah, and it's, it's only $5 a month. Yeah. 10 episodes a week, 12 and a half cents an episode. It's less than a payphone call, less than a cup of coffee. 
Sure is. Way yeah, and, less. And why support that orphan or whatever? Yeah. Just, just help us. All right. Carrie, say goodbye. Pretty scary boo. Caitlin, <laughs> say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We Bye. love you. Bye. Why? Why? <laughs>